Running a small business is no easy task. It's messy and thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. But no matter what, it's definitely a journey worth taking. As a mom of two littles, I know the daily struggles, and I'm here to walk this journey with you. If you're ready to feel empowered, encouraged, and on fire for the things you truly love, then you're in the right place. I'm Rebecca Rice, a pizza-loving, hot chocolate-drinking, family photographer and educator, and this is the Business Journey Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business Journey Podcast. I am so glad to have you. I'm Rebecca, and I am joined today with a sweet friend of mine. Her name is Dolly DeLong. Dolly, if you've been following along my podcast, I mentioned Dolly quite a bit. <laughs> like she, I, I say hashtag be like Dolly because Dolly is just amazing and so sweet and really champions community. And um, she was the first person in Nashville to like reach out when I moved here and want to include me and be friends. And so I'm just so thankful for Dolly, but she is a family photographer and educator in Nashville, Tennessee. So she and I are Nashville buddies and um, she's just a wealth of knowledge. Dolly is an expert in all things automations and workflows and systems. And so I know you guys are in for a treat because today we're talking all about automations for your family photography business. So Dolly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, we are so excited to have you, um, especially diving into you know this just expertise of yours with all things automations. And I'm an automation freak, but I found I'm not as big into automations because you are just like stellar at them. Even when we were talking before this, I was learning new things. So I'm just really excited to dive into this conversation today. I think it's gonna be great. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. So um, for those that don't know Dolly, like I said, she is the automations queen. And so today we're going to talk about how to automate your family photography business, because I think there is, it tends to be kind of a disconnect in family photography that we just don't have as many automations set up usually. Um, That's, I I did from the start, but as I'm talking to other photographers, I found that that's not normal. (laughs) And so most family photographers don't have automation set up, usually because they just don't know what kind of things they can automate, which is exciting to like learn those things because automations just make your life so much easier and simplify a lot of things and just get your time back. You guys know that I'm just a huge proponent for work-life balance and being smart with your time and outsourcing what you can. And this automation piece is a great piece if you're not ready to outsource yet, but you know that you can't do everything on your own, then automating things is such a great step to get some things off your plate, let a machine do it. And, you know, there are ways Dolly's going to talk about how we can still make sure your personality is in there and it's not like a robot, but we can let a machine do some things and it just frees you up to be able to do things only you can do. So Dolly, tell us about some ways that photographers can automate their family photography business. Yeah, of course. Um, Before I go really take a deep dive into our um, several points that we have planned out, I wanted to just set the stage and just kind of 
um, relieve everyone who's listening to this, because I'm sure when you hear the term workflows, systems, automation, you might freeze up and you might think, well, I'm just, I'm too dumb to figure that out because I'm, I'm creative minded. And I just, I just don't um, vibe with that. And so I'm going to, I'm just here to say that you can understand this. You are smart enough that you, um, you opened up your own creative business, whatever it is, specifically for this example, family photography business, you're navigating these waters. And so I know you can navigate the waters of workflow and systems. Like I have confidence in you. And so I also want to remind you that systems and workflows are like, I think of them as a blueprint for my own business. So your systems might be totally different than mine, um, my blueprint of my business. And so everything that I'm about to share today, you can take that and you can tweak it to fit your business and make it very personalized to fit your business and still have like magical systems in place for your small business. Dolly, so. I love that you, the way that you described it as a blueprint, it reminded me of like building a custom home that mm-hmm. there's like a general blueprint of, you know, how to build walls and where to put doors and things like that. But then there's so many like design intricacies in a custom home that maybe somebody wants arched, you know, doorways or whatever. And I feel like that's how automations can be is that, you know, we have a basic structure of of like Dolly can show you, walk you through. These are things that you should be automating or that you can yeah. automate, but the way that you do it, you know, it can be just flexible to what works for you and your business. So I think that was just such a great, a great way to put that. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, I wanted to also share that I, I think it's, so you were on Laylee's podcast. I was. Her podcast is called what? So here's the thing. I'm going to give you both a shout out because this is something that I was listening to and I was like, yeah, I was like actually like nodding my head while I was driving my car and my son and I were in the car and he's probably like, what is wrong with my mom? Um, But you had mentioned earlier, and this kind of like goes into workflows and systems, but you said like, it's so important to map out your SOPs, your um, systems, operating procedures, like everything that goes into your business. And so think of this, think of systems as you mapping out certain processes of your business. Um, I'm not trying to be like incredibly dark here or um, like take a turn for the dark, but like what if something happens to you in your business? Like you have to go to the hospital, something happens and somebody else has to take over and run things. Like you need to hand things over easily to your assistant, to your spouse, to somebody who's helping you out in your business or um, somebody who you trust that can run your business. And so these are positive steps that you are taking to like set yourself up for maybe you're not going to be 110% automated, but at least you'll be automated on certain parts of um, aspects of your business. And so I really want to encourage you all to just truly take this seriously. And um, again, I'm not trying to be dark and morbid and saying like, something's going to happen to you, be scared. Um, But I, I think about these things. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do like to set myself up? for like success and I can just hand it off to like my husband. He's not part of my business, but I always say to him like, hey Ty, if something happens to me, um, this is how you deliver a client gallery and this is how you like refund a bill. And he's like, why are you telling me these things? So like, this is so morbid. I'm like, just in case. So I just want to encourage you all just to just like think like, 
think ahead for yourself. So I love that. That's an important piece. Yeah. And Laylee, my conversation with Laylee, we can link it for everybody to check out. Um, but we are talking about, you know, outsourcing and growing your team. And I like to think of automations as like another person on your team that mm-hmm. you can outsource to. And so, yeah, it's important to keep your processes somewhere that's not just in your head. Because like Dolly said, like you just never know what could happen. And, you know, if you end up in the hospital for an extended time, mm-hmm. like somebody needs to be able to come in and be able to take what you do and at least make it stay above water. You know, they don't have to be able to like point the ship in the direction. They just need to like keep it above water. And so by putting some automations in place that she's going to go over today, we'll be able to position your business to stay above water um, in case of emergency. And of course, to ease your burden just in normal life, you know, if nothing bad happens, great, your life is easier. And so that's, that's the goal here. Yeah, exactly. Um, So another thing I want to say before I dive in is that I know that workflows and systems come, if you're brand new to workflows, if you're brand new to this idea of setting up systems within your business, um, that's totally fine. And I want to let you know, like, when you do decide to get into workflows and systems, there are different phases. And when a person is looking at, like, setting up workflows, it's overwhelming because they're looking at, like, the whole, I don't know, the whole ocean or whatever, the whole, I don't know, steak, if you're vegan, let's say, like, (laughs) vegan steak. I don't know. They're, they want to like, they think they have to swallow it one bite, but it's literally like one bite at a time. And in this conversation, I'm going to be sharing like the first phase, like things you can be doing in the first phases of your workflow and not get too deep because I really, I don't want to overwhelm anybody. I want to encourage people to actually take actionable proactive steps today once you're done listening um, so that you you feel empowered to um, set up automations and systems for your for your um, business yeah that's so good you guys need to get a piece of paper and a pen take notes because she's going to give you super practical things like she said you can literally like get done with this episode or pause it and do it right then because this stuff is so practical so take some notes and we will dive in Okay, so the first thing is, I feel like this is repeated all the time, and I'm just going to be another person that says this, but the first way you can start with automating and setting up systems for your business is by creating email templates for your family photography business. I know everybody says this, but seriously, templates, ships. I almost said shave, save a lot of time for you in the long run. Um, Yes, you may be in the beginning stages of your business. And I even encourage you, if you know of your most frequently asked questions that clients are asking you or you're anticipating clients are asking you or you have created content that answers a certain amount of questions, then convert those into email templates and put them um, into a Google Drive or put them in your CRM tool like Dubsado or HoneyBook or um, 17 Hacks. So a lot of the examples I'll be sharing is from Dubsado. Um, I I use that as my CRM tool of choice. That means customer relationship management tool. Um, But I know that many other CRM tools and Um, different free platforms, you can easily create email templates and you can, if instead of like getting ahead of myself, because I'm like, I have so much to say about email templates, but um, 
I really want to encourage you to take the time. I know the sentence is weird. Take the time to save time. So if you need to carve out two or three hours this week and just write down all of your most frequently asked questions and like I mentioned before, those emails that you're constantly writing over and over again to your clients, constantly writing over and over again about your contracts, about your invoices, like sit down and write them all out and then store them someplace where you can easily access them and you can copy paste them in a message and then personalize them to tweak and fit that conversation so it doesn't feel so like cold and automated and robotic it sounds very warm and it sounds like you talking to that person yeah I'm a huge believer in email templates and it's one of those things as I've brought people on my team too we I've been encouraging them to create those email templates because it doesn't have to be scary it's literally if you're going to send an email more than like three times to different people you may as well make it a template because it'll just save time in the long run I used to even do that with like Facebook messages that I would have them in um, like a note on my phone of just FAQ Facebook message questions and whatnot and so yeah email templates are a huge time saver if you're like Rebecca I don't know where to start or I don't have time to sit down I actually do have email templates up in my shop that are available for purchase you can find them at RebeccaRicePhoto.com slash email dash templates and we'll link it in the show notes for you if you want to check those out um, those are emails that I use in my own business that you can literally copy and paste and fill in your own business information um, or if you want to create them from scratch you're welcome to do that too. But the, you know, Dolly's right. Get the email templates in place because that's a huge time saver. Like you don't realize how much time you spend rewriting the exact same email over and over. (laughs) Exactly. And you might be thinking, okay, Dolly, like that doesn't sound like automation, but it is a system. You guys, it is a system. It's part of your workflow every, either your daily workflow or part of your client workflow. So think of it that way. And um, if, if, if again, starting from scratch seems so daunting and so overwhelming to you, then take advantage of going to Rebecca's shop and getting her email templates. You guys, she's incredible. She has some great products in her shop. So please, if you need to pause it right now and go buy it and then come back and then we can resume talking about email templates. But, but seriously, um, if you, I have some like tips on how to um, maybe like personalize these emails. Um, This is what I do. And I know my clients really like it a lot, but I recommend inserting GIFs, whatever it is, GIFs, GIFs, whatever people call them. I I say GIFs. Do you say GIFs? I call them GIFs, but. I think you're (laughs) right. I think I'm wrong, but I I just can't change it. It's okay. Well, whatever it's called, I insert those into several of my email templates and it just like makes it more friendly and fun and approachable. And of course I'm inserting their name and I'm like adding like extra talking points about their specific family sessions. But I would encourage you, like, if you're, if you have a favorite TV show or if you have a favorite, I don't know, meme, that's appropriate, of course, for family photography, like insert that into the email. Um, A lot of people probably know this about me, but I um, love the show and this will probably age me but oh well. I love the show Golden Girls. Like I am like an 85 year old woman at heart. (laughs) I love it. I grew up watching that. Like five-year-old Dolly would like watch that sitcom with like, I was the only child. So I would watch it and just be like, this is hysterical. And so sometimes like in several of my candy mills, I've inserted some Golden Girl gifts and like, 
I know my people because they like text me back or email me back and they're like, thank you for being a friend. And I'm like, okay, okay, you get this, you get this. But um, seriously, insert your personality, insert like, just like pieces of you into the copy so that, I don't know, it brings a smile to your client's face and like they, they're even more excited about working with you. Yeah, I think one thing for me with, personalizing emails like that for the longest time I thought that emails to my clients had to be super professional like if you think back to like English class in school like it's not professional to put in you know emojis and you have to speak a certain way and you can't use contractions and whatever like I just had that so ingrained in me that it took me a long time to break that mold and be like no it's okay for me to be very casual in emails because that's my brand voice and I want to be you know casual and friendly with clients and with students and so like you're totally right if you want to put a gif in there or a gif or whatever you call it (laughs) throw it in there you know put some emojis like have all the exclamation marks like don't feel like you have to go back and like add periods you ever do that like erase exclamation marks because you're like too excited and like put periods in so it doesn't sound like I'm like if they get annoyed they're not my people I love that because (laughs) I'm like totally that way where I get really excited and like every every like sentence has an exclamation mark. And so, yeah, it's okay. If that's you, like leave it just like Dolly said, but just make it you. And it doesn't have to be like, you're not writing an essay. You're not, Mm -hmm. you know, if if you're going to repel people because you aren't professional enough, like they're not your people and that's okay. Exactly. Um, And if you're like, again, like, where do I start off with these templates? Like, how can I add um, two templates? Um, I know we mentioned your um, template shop, but also I know that Dubsado, if you use Dubsado as your CRM um, platform, that they provide templates for you. And then that you can just like tweak them to fit your brand and your voice and everything. So it's very easy to do. Um, I okay, this sounds weird, but I like sometimes time myself when I like create new canned emails. And it, it takes me like around 45 minutes to an hour to like get a good workflow out. Um, and that includes creating new, new canned emails. So just set aside some time and um, personalize those canned emails. Um, another thing is like as far as organizing them. So once you have them all written out, I mentioned earlier, you can organize them for free in like a Google Doc or a Trello board, Asana, or if you do have HoneyBook, 17 Hats or Dubsado. Uh, for me in Dubsado, I like to organize all of my emails by themes. So if I have like, you're the mini session queen. So I'm going to use mini sessions, for example. So I have Christmas minis coming up in November. November, for example, um, I have canned emails for that workflow. And so I attached, um, I like grouped them together. And of course I named them Christmas mini sessions. And then I put like a little Christmas emoji next to them. And so that way, when I'm going into Dubsado, I'm going through my canned emails. It's not like a sea of like words and I'm getting overwhelmed. I am looking for like, again, I'm very visual. So I look for that emoji and I'm like, okay, Christmas tree equals all of my canned emails for Christmas minis. Okay, here they all are. And so that's another way just to keep things a little bit more fun and organized for yourself in your CRM platform. So good. I love all the emojis. I could like live off (laughs) them. Me too. Awesome. So let's talk about way number two that people can add automations to their business. I feel like I could talk about email templates all day, but (laughs) we we have so much more to cover. I know me too. I'm like, okay, I guess we should talk about the second way. Okay. So, um, point two and point 
three kind of go together, but I'm going to start off by saying um, you can automate um, your lead capture or your contact form right off the bat. And that's something that every, every business owner needs to do, in my opinion, um, because, um, okay, so I'm just going to share an example and then we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty of what I mean by this. So when a person is hopefully reaching out, when a client, prospective client, I, I like lost my train of thought. When a client is reaching out to you and they're called a lead and they fill out your lead capture form, your contact form on your website or wherever, um, you want to remain top of mind to them, but they're most likely um, looking for the same type of photographer in your area, like five or six different photographers, because they might be like either price shopping or they might be like looking at like the photographer's different portfolios and just like that, that happens, you guys. That's totally normal. Don't take it personally. That happens to all photographers. But um, if you don't, automate it at the very beginning of that, you know, once they hit submit and then you make them wait two or three days, you're probably going to be forgotten. I'm again, it's not because you're a forgettable person. You're probably like an amazing photographer. You have so much to offer, but because you didn't automate like that first email to go out when they first hit submit, they're going to forget you because they probably got a response from like another photographer that they reached out to. And so I like to call this my lead capture um, form that wows or creating a contact experience that wows because I want you to wow your clients, like your leads um, right off the bat. And so, and it's not that hard to do. It's not that complicated to do that. And so I don't know if you have anything to say about that, Rebecca, before we go in. Yeah. To um, I'm so embarrassed because mine is not automated. I was telling Dolly before this, I'm like, oh, you're going to hate it. But my lead capture form is not automated. And it's one of those things that I just like never got around to. And I know that it would benefit me and my team if we automate it but I just don't have it automated. And so like, I'm talking to myself, like I'm literally going to go and it's going on my team's agenda. We have a lot going on right now, but it's going on my team's agenda that they will be automating my lead capture form because it, it's just not, it's not automated right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to change that today. Hopefully we will. Um, well, here are the steps that I really um, like. I have free training. I'm going to be sharing it with Rebecca so that you guys could rewatch it and rewatch it until like you guys get it down pat. Um, but I usually set up a lead capture form. So I'm sharing this all from the perspective of Dubsado. And I know a lot of it's transferable to HoneyBook and 17 Hats. So a lot of the language might be different. But if you are a Dubsado user, go into Dubsado, uh, create um, that lead capture form. It's one of the five main forms that Dubsado offers you. It's one of their foundational forms that you need to have to set up workflows. And in order to actually bring to to actually bring in a lead to create a project. So when a person submits the form to work with you, they automatically become a project 
So they're filed under a project in Dubsado. So in order for them to become a project in Dubsado, you have to ask them their first name. You have to ask them their last name. You have to ask them their email address. And that attaches, this is so cool, I might nerd out. It attaches to smart fields within Dubsado and their smart fields automate it to the project. And so they like automate, okay, this client's name is this and this and their email is this and this and like you can ask them a full array of questions but I am encouraging you as a family photographer to try to step into your ideal client's shoes okay a lot of us are serving I'm a family photographer as well so a lot of us are serving moms so moms are reaching out to us um, whether they're expectant moms or they are expecting their third or fourth baby or they have a bigger family or whatever, whatever the family size. A lot of them are moms and moms are managing 10,000 things at once. And so whenever I um, talk to people about creating a lead capture form, um, a lot of people want to create a questionnaire. And I am like, do not, do not ask like 10,000 questions on the questionnaire. That is for another phase of the workflow. That is for when they actually book with you and then you want to get to know them. But keep your lead capture form short and sweet. Because again, you have a mom that's most likely on her smartphone or like really quickly opening up her desktop to like fill out a contact form because like, dinner's cooking in the back or something's happening. A kid is screaming or burning something. That's my house. Okay, guys, my house. Same. Okay. <laughs> my son is going crazy. And so I'm like, oh, I have to like finish this really fast. And so you want to keep it short and sweet. Ask them what type of session they're interested in. And this session is, so, okay, so this section is really cool. Um, it's called the workflow um, Dropbox menu. It's like a Dropbox that attaches to different workflows that you've set up on the back end. So of course you need to set up your workflows and then attach them to whatever service that you offer. So let's say you offer three main services, um, a maternity, family photography, um, lifestyle, family photography, and newborn. And you have different workflows for each and every service. So on the lead capture side, you can make sure to attach like, okay, so when they fill out the form that they're interested in maternity, then this is gonna kick off the maternity session workflow. And when they fill out the newborn session workflow, then it's gonna, when they fill out that they want to have a newborn photography session, then it's gonna kick off the newborn session workflow and so on and so forth. And again, I try to keep it very simple, short and sweet and that way, they're being kicked off into a specific, they're being funneled into a specific workflow. And then they hit submit. And then once they hit submit, that's where the automation begins. So they automatically receive that first email from me. And that first email is at the top of that workflow funnel. And I, of course, I set that up in the beginning stages in, in Dubsado. And I'm introducing myself. I've inserted, you can insert a, like an unlisted YouTube video or Vimeo video of you talking. And now it doesn't have to be like to them because that would, that's impossible to do <laughs> unless I'm not knowing of some technology, but I have made a generalized um, video of me 
thanking the the parent or the mom or whoever is filling out my contact form. Um, and I've created three different videos so for three different scenarios. And so I just say, thank you so much for filling out my contact form. This is a generalized video. I'm so excited about working with you for your newborn um, photography session. And so if you just scroll down this email, you'll see my packages. You'll see just like all the locations that I normally shoot at and different options for you. And like I give them all the FAQs in that first email. And now it's a lot. I know it's a lot for a person to read, but it puts the ball in their court. And it's also keeping me top of mind because I'm giving them their package information. I'm letting them like digest the information and they see me and they hear me and I'm looking at the screen and I'm smiling. And I, I mean, I even had a mom email me two weeks ago and she said, I chose you because I really, really enjoyed the videos that you sent to me. And you guys, it was a canned email, that first automated email. And I was just like, great, because I'm not wearing makeup right now. And if you saw me right now, I'd be a hot mess. But in that video, I'd like done my hair and makeup, not professionally. I just like showered, you guys. <laughs> and I was like, I was excited to let them know like how they can work with me. And I put, again, put the ball in their court and I'm also staying top of mind. Yeah, that's such a great process. And I feel like it's worth mentioning too that it doesn't have to be like a super fancy production exactly. video. It literally like take a video sideways on your iPhone and mm -hmm. like, you know, have your spouse or whoever like take the video of you and just talk because that's, that's, I, I can almost guarantee Dolly that your client wasn't like, thank you for saying such and such in your video. Like she didn't remember what was in the video. She remembered that she received a video right period and that she felt that connection to you and I think it's also important to note that it was three different videos right you're customizing based on what what package they select so that they go down that correct path maybe you have different newborn packages and you know maternity and maybe you want to offer a bundle for newborn or whatever maybe it's just a family session you would speak to each of those clients differently. And so by mm -hmm. having, you, you can record all the videos the same day. They can have the same script with one little word swapped out, you know, family, maternity, newborn, whatever. And then that way it's customized to that person and that it feels really, um, what's the word? Like unique? It, it feels yeah. like it's it's for the, it personalized. <coughs> Excuse me. It feels personalized to them. And so that I think that step in itself is such a great way to build trust with your, your potential clients. And like you said, it's automated. You had to do it one time, set it up one time, and then it's, it's done. Exactly. And let's say like I've had um, clients fill out forms at like two or three in the morning, not because they're like party animals. They're like nursing a baby at two or three in the morning. They're like, oh yeah, I need like to get some newborn photos. And so, and so they are instantly getting it at that moment. They're getting their question answered at that moment. Um, you have to like really think about, unfortunately, the culture we live in is like instant gratification. I need to know my, like, I need to get my question answered right now. And although like there is like beauty in the process, there's also like, you want to serve your clients and you want to stay up top 
of mind. And if you set this up early on, it's not like you're going to be tied to your computer constantly, because let's say you are on a, like a weekend trip, you turn, like turn off notifications and you're like, I just want to spend time with my family or you're doing something else in two or three days, you can go back and then you're you're inserting a personalized email to them as the next step. Um, but they've already gotten all that information and it, they don't know that you've like, you've been away from your computer for two or three days. Yeah. That's such a good point. I love it. And Dolly kind of mentioned, but she has a free training for you guys. Um, it's creating a contact form that wows. And so we will link it in the show notes for you guys to grab that. Um, she, dives into all this, how to set all this up. So, you know, if you're like, I don't even know what she's talking about, smart field, what the, so she will show you what it looks like in Dubsado. And like she mentioned, it's very uh, transferable from, you know, Dubsado, HoneyBook, 17 Hats, whatever CRM you use. You guys know I use Dubsado as well. Um, but if you use a different system, that's okay. You can still take these concepts and apply them to your CRM. So we'll link that free training for you guys. Um, let's hit Point number three, Dolly, what's the third way that we can automate for the family photography? So it kind of goes in with point number two with the lead capture form, Um, but we're going to take a step back um, and I really want to encourage you to write down all the entry points of how a person is reaching out to you. So when I say entry points, I'm talking about your website, your Instagram link and bio, your Facebook profile, LinkedIn, Twitter. I don't know who uses Twitter, but Twitter. Not me. Um, (laughs) TikTok. (laughs) I don't use TikTok, but I know people use TikTok. And so Pinterest. And so I want you to sit down and just like really think, okay, where are my clients? Where am I present? And also, um, how can I make this as streamlined as possible? Because let me tell you, when you're at the beginning stages of your photography business, people, person A is texting you, asking you about a session. Person B is emailing you and asking you about a session. Person C is in your, your DMs and they're like, hey, how can I set up a session? And this is so like, yes, you're excited about starting your business. You're excited about getting clients, but at one point you're going to get burned out from being so scattered and how you are handling each of these client experiences. Cause this is the top of the funnel. It, it starts your workflow. Technically, um, you want to keep it as consistent as possible. So that's where that lead capture form comes in because you can figure out all of your entry points where people are finding you, even referrals. And then you can create that one lead capture form, you know, that funnels into those different scenarios, depending upon what type of family photography session they want and send them that link to fill out. Or if you're on the phone with them, you can fill it out for them. And then that way it emails all that information out to them like instantly. Yes. That's such a great point is put that lead lead capture form, that link, put it everywhere, literally everywhere. And any conversation you're having, send people to the form or ask, hey, what's your email? I'd love to send you stuff. And you fill out the form so that they're all coming in the same way, getting as many people to email as possible. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep it as streamlined as possible. Like when, and if that is just over, like that actually doesn't overwhelm me at all. That like makes me so excited because I think of it as a giant funnel and people are coming in from all over the place and then they're just like going into one workflow. Like if you need to visualize it again, we're all visual, we're all creatives. And so just think of it as just like a giant funnel and you're funneling them into one workflow with different scenarios and 
it's really cool. And it's lit quite literally been what, this first phase has been a game changer for me in my own family photography business. And so I always try to tell everybody, please do it. And I, I realize I sound really aggressive about it. So I'm not trying to be aggressive about it, guys. I'm just trying to encourage you, like, keep it simple and with one lead capture form with different, like different types of services on that lead capture form that can kick off into different like types of workflows, depending upon what they decide on, but make sure it's at one, it's just one lead capture form and it will streamline, it will streamline that first phase for you tremendously. So good. I love it. All right. Let's hit point number three. Okay. So point that's technically point number three, but so we're going into point number four. Yes. Point number four. (laughs) I can't keep up. (laughs) There's so much. Um, So point number four is a little bit more, um, like, I really want, if you're listening to this and you're like, I need to digest points three, uh, points one through three first before I can step into point four. That's totally fine. So point four is a little bit more advanced. So it involves um, more building blocks within Dubsado, within HoneyBook, um, within whatever CRM tool you use. And so it's called having a proposal. And so I love these tools because let's say that you are becoming incredibly booked out um, for your family photography business and people are like writing you left and right. They're like, how can I work with you? How can I book with you? And you are just like, ah, I just, I want to work with you, but like, I need some form of streamlined way. So a proposal is a really good way to do that because you can create the, the first page is kind of like your, I call it like a mini sales page about you and your services. And they're picking and choosing what specific package they want, how they want to work with you. And then the second page, it leads them to the second page of either an and normally for me, it's a contract. They sign their contract. They want, they are letting me know, Hey, yes, I want to work with you. And then the third page it kicks into is either a deposit to just like ensure that they will work with me or it's that full payment, um, just to save that date. Now let's say that you're like, well, I don't really know my dates because like this family photography business is still like a side gig for me with my full-time, like Um, other job, that's totally fine. Like you can, I have a question on my proposal form that asks, what would be a preferred date to work with me? And if it doesn't work out, we can like hone in on a second date. So I'm letting them know early on, like this, this may not work out this date, but you can still sign your contract. You can still pay a deposit and it guarantees you a spot with me for fall 2021 or spring 2022. And so this has been like a very seamless process for me. And I actually, I work a lot with other family photographers for like Dubsado setups and um, like systems and operation stuff. So I create a lot of proposals um, for that. So it's seamless and we're not having to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and back and forth (laughs) because nobody has time for that. Nobody has time to go back and forth, unfortunately. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. And I think proposals can be, I like them because they're very customizable and you can Mm -hmm. use them a lot of different ways. So like you were saying, setting up your contract and your invoice. Another way that we use proposals with Dubsado is for our album order form. So 
That's been something that we like recently this year added albums into our collections. And after they've, you know, made their purchase and whatnot, they get this proposal and they can customize their album and they, you know, they can pick their cover color and they can pick, you know, if they want to add extra spreads or want to purchase, you know, gift albums for family or whatever. And then depending on what things they select, it then takes them to an invoice to buy those extra like upsell pieces. And so that's been really great for us. And if anybody's listening and you're interested in like how I do album sales and things like that, I do do them with mini sessions, which is kind of crazy because I've literally said out of my mouth that I would never offer albums for mini sessions. And then here we are (laughs) offering albums with minis, but we found a really great like streamlined way to do it that does not require in-person sales. And so I actually partnered with Kissbooks, which is an incredible album company. um, And we have a mini course that we just launched uh, last month. So if you want to check that out, um, you can head to my shop. We'll link it here in the show notes. Uh, but we do dive like way deeper into albums, and I show you the proposal that I use to for you know for my clients to order. So just a little side note about proposals. Oh, I am going to do a shameless plug for you as well. You guys, <laughs> I took this training, and um, Rebecca opened it up to several family photographers to see like, hey, is this like fully functional? Is it working? And of course I knew like anything that Rebecca puts out, I'm like, of course it's going to work. And so I, I, you guys, this is so embarrassing. I've been a family photographer for over 10 years now, still like don't really incorporate album sales, like at the end of like when I do a gallery delivery. Cause like for me, um, I don't know, like, I just feel like my personality, I don't want to be too pushy with album sales. I don't want to be too like, okay, now you need to buy this and then this. And so taking that training has like in the month, last month alone, I was sharing this with Rebecca. I, I sold three albums and it's just like from one email template that I inserted into the workflow, like in the fourth phase of my workflow. And I, like, I think each time I like texted Rebecca, I was like, I just made an album sale. I just made an album sale. I'm like, I, what, where has she been? Like for the past 10 years, where was she? Aww. And so I just feel so confident now. Like, yeah, you helped me out so much. So thank you. So this is a plug to go run to buy that training, guys. Do it. Oh, you're so sweet. I love it. And I'm so glad that, you know, it worked for your business. Obviously, we wouldn't have put it out if it didn't work for people. (laughs) We did have to test it. I was like, it works for me. Does it work for anybody else? And it did. It was great. So that's why, you know, we went forward and made this mini course. So yeah, go check it out. We'll link it. But we do walk through, you know, I show you our Dubsado and our shoot proof and like how we set this up. So I think you'll find it really helpful. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So proposals, they can set up contracts, invoices. They're so customizable. And that's that's the a beautiful thing. And I will say if you're here and like all of this Dubsado stuff really stresses you out, Dolly does Dubsado setups, you guys. <laughs> like you can literally hire her and she'll make all this happen for you and then teach you how to do it, like how to run it. <laughs> and so if you're like needing the DIY. Dolly's your girl. Reach out to her um, and she will help you set all the things up. Uh, can I say a few fun things about proposals that yeah. I'm like, maybe this will like sell a person on not being afraid of using proposals. Yeah. You can insert videos into proposals again with the video. Um, I know a lot of people now with marketing, like video is, is like 
king or queen, whatever you want to call it, um, as far as content marketing goes. And I am encouraging, I'm like looking at the video camera, like I'm talking to you, the audience, but really I'm just looking into Rebecca's eyes. But <laughs> I'm just like encouraging everyone, get on video. And even if it's like pre-recorded video and you get nervous behind the camera and you, you don't wanna go on video every day on Instagram or Instagram stories, that's another story. Um, but I just encourage you to like, batch out some videos of yourself and where you're excited about talking and you're in a well-lit room and your hair and makeup is done or whatever and and include videos on your proposals as well because I've discovered that it's helped my um prospective clients like okay know exactly what to expect from the proposal so because it's a, I've been a lot I'm really wordy okay I'm a wordy person I'm guilty sue me um but I just want to make sure that they know exactly what to expect when working with me and so I put all my packages in I put just like who I am the experience but at the very beginning of the proposal I have like a little YouTube video and it just says hey this is what you can expect from this video and I'm so glad you're here and these are your next steps. I carve it out for them because sometimes you guys, people don't read everything. Like human, like unfortunately we don't like, even though I'm like, I'm trying to train my kid to pay attention and to like read everything and just like, I'm trying to raise him to be responsible, but I know like at the end of the day, like we're all human and we have an attention span of like a goldfish. So like three seconds, that's it. And so I encourage you to incorporate video on top of your copy um, in your proposals. That's like one way to like spice up the proposal. And another way to spice up your proposal, um, this might be overwhelming, but I'm just gonna go with it anyways. I want you to create a URL redirect page. So every time somebody submits your proposal and they submit like that three part process or that two part process with you, they're being kicked back to your website on a specific page and they're getting to know you more. So that URL redirect page can be a thank you page. It can be a thank you page filled with like blog posts about how they can prepare to work with you as a family photographer or if you have like a style guide and you want them to download it from that thank you page you can do that or if you have like like for rebecca for example i i would say like every time you have a url redirect page like for something like family photography related for educators it should include like some of your like most popular items from your shop. So that way people are staying longer on your website and getting to know you longer and like thinking, oh, I really like this experience. I think I need this. Like I want to buy this right now instead of saving it for later. That's just good. An idea. I'm literally like writing that down right now. <laughs> Y'all are going to start seeing my thank you pages have like freebies and products on them because <laughs> Dolly's changing the game. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, Dolly, this was super, super helpful. I know that you guys, this was packed with information and um, I'm just excited to see like how you guys are going to implement all this stuff. Um, Dolly, can you tell everybody where they can find you if they have questions or if they want to work with you? Like where, where can they find you? Yeah, definitely. So you can find me on Instagram with my education. It's at Dolly DeLong education all one word. And if you just want to follow along with my photography business, it's at Dolly DeLong photo. And then if you want to find me on my website is 
dollydelongphotography.com, all one word. Um, but I'm really active on um, Instagram. And again, I try to be like, I'm always creating content about systems and workflows. And um, I know it's overwhelming, but it's, I'm here for it. I'm here to like try to break it down and make it easy for you. So that's so good. Yeah. You guys definitely go give Dolly a follow and we'll link all of her um, socials and stuff in the show notes so that you guys can follow along really easily. And uh, like I said, if y'all have any questions, reach out to her. Um, Dolly, are you in my student group? I think you you are my Facebook group. I, so. I don't know, but I am a part of your student group for the albums. So okay. maybe I am in the Facebook group. I think you're in our Facebook group. So okay. I will, if you're not, I'll make sure you're in the Facebook okay, group right now. And I can just overwhelm people with systems. Yes, and no, like, I'll make sure you're in my student group. That way, if people have questions, y'all can tag Dolly and, you know, reach out there. But um, I think this is an awesome episode and hopefully you got some stuff from it. You'll be able to apply to your business. So we can't wait to see what you do with it. Um, Dolly, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. This was awesome. Yeah, I had fun. Thank you, guys. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, we're going to close out for today. Um, We will see you again this time next week. Hope you all have an awesome week. Bye.